Hello, and welcome to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'm Jen Setrauer, and this is a podcast all about navigating life in your 20s. Here we have a lot of fun as we discuss what it's like to follow God into the somewhat daunting phase of life called adulthood. I have by no means mastered the sacred art of adulting, but I have plenty of wisdom and funny stories to share about how I have stumbled through this phase of my life. You're listening to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. Class is now in session. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Jen's Guide to Heroes, and we're going to be talking all about great influences to have in your life. But first, I'd like to talk about some things I have been loving this week. And one thing I talked about last week is how much I'm becoming like my mom. And I want to kind of um, add a couple of more things that are very um, Tanya-ish. My mom is Tanya Marie Zatrauer and, um, shout out to Tanya. Love you. Love you. Like I raised you love, love you. Like you raised me really. Let's be real. Um, so this week I have been finding more and more that I'm just so much like my mom and, um, I've inherited a lot of great things from her last week. I talked about how I've, uh, gained my love for, for popcorn from her, but I'd also say that I have, um, gained a love for sweatshirts from her when I was growing up. Like her standard mom uniform was a navy blue sweatshirt with gray sweatpants. And the other day I went shopping and I was just like, man, I just really, just really want some cozy sweatshirts, like a Hanes plain solid color sweatshirt type deal. And so I feel like I'm slowly, but surely starting a sweatshirt collection. And as I think about it, I'm pretty sure I'm getting this, my, my current look from my mom. So shout out to Tanya. That's what I'm loving this week is dressing like my mom in the early two thousands. So I don't know if that's a good thing, but I know I am cozy. So today is not about sweatshirts or Tanya, though an episode about Tanya would be great. Hey, an episode about sweatshirts would probably also be great. But today's episode is actually all about Jen's Guide to Heroes. So I have been thinking a lot about influencers. And I feel like in this generation that we're living in, Everybody wants to be an influencer. Um, everybody's got a phone with a camera and microphone capabilities. And it seems like everybody wants to put some kind of content out there because the platforms that we use every day kind of set you up for that kind of thing. And I've gotten into some conversations with my friends about like, Oh, everybody wants to be an influencer. Like not everybody needs to be, but you know what? I kind of believe that everybody is called to be an influencer in one way or another. And I wanted to talk a little bit about some people who have influenced me. So all of us have somebody that we look up to. That's just a part of life. Like people around us have experienced life. They've done it already. And why not use those people as a guide and like glean from their wisdom? 
Um, one time I saw a post online that said something along the lines of like, I wish I could thank every person who has played a part in making me, me. And I just thought about it. Like I have so many people who have influenced me, whether it's been characters on a comedic TV show or whether it's been like pastors that I've heard throughout the years or whether it's been awesome teachers. Like I've had some really great influencers and mentors and heroes in my life. And I just, I think about people that I looked up to when I was growing up, they shaped me without me even realizing that's what was happening. And so like, obviously my parents and family members are some of the first people that like I looked up to on how to live, you know, your parents teach you how to talk and walk. And I'm just so blessed that I was raised in such an amazing family with parents that loved me and, um, took time to intentionally pour into me. I feel like I'm talking about it all the time, but like my dad has shaped my love for music. Um, my mom has shaped, you know, the kind of sassy and confident person that I am. And it's like, I didn't realize they were influencing me or being my heroes, but that's just how life goes. And then in school, I had teachers that were unbelievable that I still think about to this day that like really like made me value and believe in myself and gave me confidence. Um, I think about my middle school chorus teacher. Her name was Miss Looney. Like I wouldn't be able to sing, sing with proper pitch if it wasn't for her influence in my life. And like her making music fun for me to learn. And, um, when I was in high school, I had the most amazing theater teachers, um, Lindahl and Gomez, and they taught me that I had so much value on stage and off stage. And like, whenever I decided I wanted to become a teacher, I thought, you know, a lot of this comes from them and they didn't know I wanted to be a teacher. I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher, but I was learning from their lives and I'm forever grateful. And then I had youth leaders and youth pastors, too numerous to, to name, but who shaped me in some of those really important years of my life walking with the Lord. And then I've got like tons of ministers that I've watched from a distance. Um, it's just insane. Like in this age that we're living in, how many different resources we have at our fingertips, like we have so much information, um, around us at our disposal. And like, I'm just, I'm thinking like if I was born 30 or 40 years ago, I wouldn't have as much access to these really amazing pastors and leaders and their materials. And so like just these ministers that I've watched from a distance or the musicians and artists and people that make things that I admire, like they've shaped me and they've caused me to want to grow and to learn and to steward my gifts. And then like now, like I was talking about with, we have so much access to resources on our phones, like the influencers that I follow on YouTube and Instagram, like people who do lifestyle vlogs that I get to watch them as they're figuring out life and as they're, you know, buying homes and having kids and establishing careers. Like I'm so thankful to have all of these people in my life that like are fun and have a lot of wisdom and I can go to, um, to just glean from. Um, but I wanted to kind of 
Um, also mention a couple of big time heroes, um, that have kind of shaped how I live my life. And one of those is somebody who has shaped me as a disciple of Jesus. And that is a man named Keith Green. When I was in the ramp school of ministry, we had a class, um, that our required reading was actually his biography written by his wife, Melody Green. It's a book called no compromise. Um, and it's a book that's the story of Keith's life. Um, when he was discovering Jesus in the, in the time of the Jesus people movement. And, um, it's full of amazing stories and it's full of like his personal journal entries that he didn't know that anybody would ever read. And it's just so real and so raw. And like, it shaped me because of his heart of surrender and obedience to the Lord. And he was literally like he had gotten saved and he was catapulted into ministry. Not that long after, like he didn't have that much time to figure out discipleship before he was like a leader to the nations and writing songs that have been sung for decades after his time. So his purity of heart, his willingness to lay down his greatest passions, even music like his, he had this desire that men wouldn't praise him, but would praise God. And like, it's just, I can't recommend this book enough, but he has been like one of the greatest impacts in my life and I'll never meet him until heaven. But I'm just so thankful like to have him as a hero that I can always look to as somebody who shaped me. And then I, there's also Mr. Rogers, um, Mr. Rogers or Fred Rogers, from Mr. Rogers neighborhood. He has shaped me. Like when I was a kid, I watched his show and I had, I got to enjoy him from the perspective of being a child. Um, but now that I'm an adult and I've been like looking back on some of his, his, um, TV show episodes and I've watched the documentary about him and, um, the Tom Hanks movie about him, like, it's really shaped who I am as an educator and as somebody who works with children. Um, one thing that he's really shaped in me is the way that he honored children and he communicated to children. Um, he never treated kids like they were a waste of time or like he, like he had something better he should be doing. But when he was talking to children, he'd get down on his knee and look at them in the eye and treat them like the valued human life that they, they are and were. That's really just shaped the way that I treat children when I'm teaching at school. Um, he created content that would speak to the real life issues that children had in a way that was palatable for them in a way that they could understand. And his lifestyle preached the love of God without him ever having to mention God. He was so brilliant at what he did. Um, everything from the music that he wrote and performed to the costumes, to the puppets, like the content was so well thought out and so well executed. And like, as I continue, um, in this path of being an educator, I can always look back at him and think like, what would Mr. Rogers do? So like, those are just a couple of examples, but one thing that I've learned through adulthood is that you never, ever, ever, you never lose your need for having 
having heroes. Even as adults, we need somebody to guide us and show us um, how to do different things in life. I've realized lately, one of my core values is being teachable. There is a lesson that we can learn from anyone and anything if we remain teachable and don't deceive ourselves with pride thinking like, Oh, I have it all together. I don't need to learn anything. No, like the older I get, the more I realize I don't know. The older I get, the more I value people around me, whether it's somebody that's way older than me or somebody that's younger than me. Like if we have a teachable spirit, there's something we can learn, um, from anyone. So never give up on your need for heroes because it's go, it's always going to be inside of you. Like always keep somebody in the forefront of your mind that you can look to as an example and as, you know, a guide for how to do whatever it is that you do. And that is going to take you a long way. All right. And now here is Jen's tip of the week. In every season of our lives, it is important to have mentors, peers, and mentees. So that's three different kind of categories of people in our lives. That's mentors, peers, and mentees. Um, the apostle Paul, his life modeled that so well. Barnabas was his mentor Silas was his peer and Timothy was his mentee, the person that he poured into. So it's really important that in every season of our life, we have people that kind of fall into these categories um, and it keeps us balanced. Um, so let's talk about mentors. It is so important that we actively seek out people who have more age or experience than we do. Um, I've gone through seasons of my life in the past couple of years where I kind of lacked in, um, having like a, a personal mentor that I met with regularly because I was so afraid that I was going to be inconveniencing the leaders in my life by asking for help. Like I did not want to be that girl that's always trying to meet with her leadership. Um, but it's not really the, in my opinion, it's not really up to leaders to seek you out and take you under their wings, especially if you're in a place where there's tons, tons of people, um, and just a few leaders like, but it's up to you to be persistent and diligent to find someone to mentor you. Even if it's just monthly or quarterly, you meet with them every now and then, like it's very important to have somebody that, you know, that can speak into your life. So these mentors, they're leaders who are above you. And so they can easily look down from their perspective and see blind spots and areas in your life life that are in need of growth and development. And these are the people that can call you out and rebuke you. If you're acting up, like these are the people that see the issues and you've given the authority, um, to kind of submit to them and let them guide you and help you out. But with, with this whole thing, like they're not just there to call you out, but they're also there to affirm you. Um, each of us has a need to have motherly and fatherly figures affirm us. And that helps us to stay encouraged and stay on the course. So these mentors are people that speak into your life. They give you godly counsel. They give you godly wisdom and they help you, um, to stay on the path and not give up. 
But I want to also add that you can have mentors that mentor you from afar that maybe you've never met. Like I was talking about Keith Green and Mr. Rogers. Like I'm never going to meet them until heaven, but they've they've been like mentors in my life. Um, one example is Benny Hinn talks about Catherine Coleman and how she was such a spiritual mother to him, but, um, and like a huge impact on his life and ministry, but he never even got to meet her, um, while she was alive on the earth, but he so honored and valued what she walked in with the Lord that I believe like he inherited, you know, some of those things that she had on her life because he placed so much value and honor on that. So find a mentor. Don't worry about bugging them. If they are bothered, it's up to them to say, Hey, listen, I have a life and stuff to take care of. I can only meet with you every so often, but it's up to you to be persistent, to seek somebody out and say, Hey, will you please pour into my life? And more often than not, people actually want to be that for you. Like you, you think you're going to be an inconvenience, but they want to be able to do that for you. Okay. So the next kind of category of influencers in our lives is peers. Okay. So we, this is so crucial. We need to have people who are similar to us in our age and in our interests. These are the kind of people that, um, how the Bible says as iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens a friend. These are the iron sharpens iron people. And we need them because their friendship sharpens us. And it sharpens us in several ways. Like from the goodness and just the joy of having these peers, it can be an encouragement to us, but even just some of their own flaws rubbing up against us, like overcoming conflict and (laughs) overcoming personality flaws and all of that kind of stuff. And then just staying committed and true and loyal to people that sharpens you. It sharpens your character. It sharpens who you are as a friend and as a person, like we, sometimes we distance ourselves from peers or people because we're just annoyed with the fact that people can't be perfect or people can't meet all of our needs. But honestly, we need them and we need their sharp, their sharp parts too. Um, Proverbs 27, six says wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. And what that means is that it's better to have somebody who's going to speak truth that hurts than just have somebody in your life that just tells you what you want to hear. Like it's so important to find peers that you give access to your heart. Um, another scripture that's kind of on the same topic is Psalm 141.5. It says, when one of our godly lovers corrects, uh, or when one of your godly lovers corrects me, or one of your faithful ones rebukes me, I will accept it like an honor. I cannot refuse. It will be as healing medicine that I swallow without an offended heart. Even if they are mistaken, I will continue to pray. And when I hear that, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Whoa. Like we are supposed to love when our friends rebuke us (laughs) and call out the stuff they see in our lives, because that is like a good friend calls out areas that are unhealthy in your life because they love you and they want to see you grow. And I love that that scripture says, I will swallow it without an offended heart. Even if they're mistaken, like even if they said something and it's not God, but they're out of the love of their heart, trying to call you out and make you better. You just pray about it and accept it and 
move on. Um, but one disclaimer I want to say about this kind of category in your life is not everyone that you are technically peers with should be given access to this type of relationship with you. Like you need to save this for your closest inner circle of friends whose insight and wisdom you can actually trust. Like somebody whose life that, you know, they hear from God and you, you know, you trust their ear to hear and you trust that they're not just trying to say whatever they want to say to bring you down, but they really care about the health of your life. Um, and this last category I want to touch on is mentees. I know that's kind of a funny word mentees. These are the people that we pour into. Okay. So we should always have a few people in our lives that we take under our wing and we disciple. I'm even going to say this, even if you just got saved last week, um, now that you're in the kingdom of God, it's your turn to start discipling some people too, because even when we're freshly saved, we have something that we can pour into others. Okay. So everyone is called to be an influencer to something and, or to someone, and we all have something that we can contribute and share. Um, and I just want to share, um, a dream that I had that kind of ties into this. So I had a dream a few months back that there was an artist who was teaching me how to paint. And I was, I had my canvas on the floor of a room and the artist opened the window. Um, she opened up the blinds and when she did the silhouette of the leaves on the trees that were outside were dancing upon my canvas. And it was really beautiful. And she told me to paint the silhouettes that I saw from my perspective. So I started to paint that. And then she looked at me and said, I am like, she said to me, like, Jennifer, you are the only one who has the perspective that you have. And like what I received from that dream is just this reality of there's something that I see that I'm the only one who can see it that way. I'm the only one who can say it that way. I'm the only one who can execute that thing that way. And to kind of like, and to be like, Oh, well, I'm just not good enough for God to use me because X, Y, and Z it like, that's literally just limiting what he can do with your life. If you're just worried about not being perfect, like God has given you something that's authentically you and you've got to go after it and release that. Even if you don't feel like you're perfect or you're ready, or you still know that there's a few things in your life that you got going on, deal with it, but find someone who you can pour into because I guarantee you there's somebody that needs what you have on your life. So those three areas again are your mentors, your peers, and your mentees. And now here is Jen's guide to quiet time. And today I don't have a scripture that we're going to be meditating on, but I wanted to give you a challenge this week. I would like for you to make a list of the people in your life that have influenced you. And here's the areas I want you to specifically look for people that have influenced your personality, your walk with the Lord, your passions and your career or your calling. Um, for each category that you have listed a person for, list some of their attributes that you admire. How have they shaped you? Using the model of Paul, consider the three types of influential relationships we have discussed today. Do you have people who fill the roles of mentor, peer, and mentee? If not, I really want to encourage you to take time to ask the Lord 
who you could reach out to and be intentional with to build and strengthen those types of relationships in your life. And I love to end every episode with a prayer. Um, you can, I hope that you can use this as kind of a guide of how to ask the Lord to strengthen you and help you in these areas. So our prayer today goes like this, God, I thank you for the heroes you have given the world. Thank you for the people that have gone before me. Those who have been pioneers blazing the trail for me to walk in. Lord, I thank you, and I ask that you would help me to have an open heart to receive inspiration, correction, and wisdom from the influences that you have put in my life. I ask that you would teach me how to have a teachable spirit. I recognize that I don't know, I don't know it all. I can learn from those around me if I'm open to receiving what they carry. I ask that you would show me how to use what you've given me to influence those around me. Well, you have not equipped me for me to keep the gifts that you've put within, within me to myself. I would be honored to influence others the way that my heroes have influenced me. I pray that my relationships would give glory to you and be pleasing in your sight. Amen. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to join me today for Jen's Guide to Heroes. I hope that this has been insightful and um, I hope to hear that some of these relationships in your life have been strengthened as you put intentionality behind connecting with these types of people. If you'd like to connect further about heroes and influencers and you want to let me know what your opinion is on all of it, feel free to contact me at jen.zetrauer. And I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.